Hello everyone and welcome to 1v1 with Boss Rush Games. I'm your host, Celeste Robert. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Galutron, a Twitch streamer, co-host of the Nintendo Power Block Podcast, and member of the Boss Rush Games Network. What lofty titles! <laughs> That's awesome. I, I mean, I mean, I guess a little bit. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of enjoy it. I do. I, well, I have known you before Boss Rush, Gal. You have. You have. You have. Yeah. That's right. We we met through AZP. And, and, yeah. And that's. And it's it's so funny because I decided to reignite my Twitter because of AZP. Yeah. Well, that's I. That's uh, a, the story that I've heard from a lot of people, actually. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think we, I think we, I think we started talking like in DM wise because of hurricanes. I'm yes, sure you were asking. Like first, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the first example of like us actually talking back and forth because we both live in that that hurricane belt, if you will. I know. How do you? So how do you feel about that? Because some people say well why do you why do you live there but then i look around and i have not found one place in the world where that mother nature does not touch right no way. yeah yeah i it's you there's earthquakes on the west side of the coast and, and snowstorms on the north and and uh tornadoes and stuff in the east and, and yeah no there's no i don't know i i guess i i guess i'm okay with it i'd much rather be in a hurricane situation where I feel like we're pretty set up to to know if we need to evacuate. I don't think we've ever really been taken by surprise necessarily. There are people who won't evacuate, but tornadoes and still just pop down out of the sky with no warning, and it's yes. like, okay, well, <laughs> guess I'm guess I'm being ripped out of the ripped out of my home by wind. So, like d damage to property is no good and all that, but I think it's much more survivable than some of the other things that happen. Thanks. Yeah. To my and I think you and I both live in places that are not so close to the coast where yes, more vulnerable. Yes, yeah. We I, I feel like we both are on the on the well. If it gets really bad, then maybe <laughs> we'll evacuate. But we're I think we're both very much the our family evacuates to us sort of thing mm -hmm. and like sticks around with us and then they go back after everything's washed away. It's also hard to just pack up and leave. Or, or, have you lived where you live your whole life? Uh, yeah, in this in this general area, yes, yeah, kind of, uh, kind of moved around within it a lot, but in the general area, yeah. Do you see yourself kind of staying there because of family, or would you like to spread the oh, elsewhere? No. Uh, full stop. I I despise living in Texas. <laughs> I I absolutely hate Texas. I the so comfortable weather to me is like sixty degrees and below. And Texas gets up to, I think last year our hottest day was 123. <laughs> and that's like my, my, it's my, thank God for AC. Cause my, my AC bill in the winter drops to below a hundred. And then in the summer gets, gets above $200 oh, because it, it's, it's so hot and I hate it so much. I've never, I've never, ever liked living in Texas. You would probably really like San Diego. San Diego, yeah, maybe. I otherwise, at least, it's expensive. <laughs> so, well, so so to get kind of to get into a little bit of our topics and stuff that mm -hmm. we want to talk about. But I'm a, I'm a huge Nintendo fanboy. 
have been since birth. I really want to live in Washington because that's where Nintendo's located. Ah! Uh, but also because I, I love rain. Like, I get so happy when it's raining. My my sunny days are gloomy and cloudy and, and covered in water and wet. And uh, it, that's up there a lot. You know, you always hear stories about, about uh, the windy city and the rainy city up there in Washington. So... Oh, it looks so beautiful over there. Yeah, and the the forests, the forests and stuff too. Because like my my before it burned down a couple of years ago, Bastrop Bastrop burned down basically because of a forest fire, and so now it's not really very much like this. But my grandparents lived in Bastrop, and I remember spending summers with them and just having my Game Boy and walking around through the woods and, and finding a tree to sit under and playing games and playing games inside. And, and so I like, I like that type of scenery and Texas is just flat. It's nothing. <laughs> there's, there's just, there's just farm and city and that's it. That's all you get. It doesn't sound too far off from Louisiana. We're pretty <laughs> flat too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. You know, David Lasby lives in Seattle. I did. I did know that. I did know that. And I, I, uh, I, I've, I've pondered the idea of being like, Hey, if I, if I come up to look around, we should hang out type of thing, but never actually reached out to him at all. Cause I'm super nervous about that sort of stuff. <laughs> hey, maybe when the world is kind, you can have a nice big boss rush reunion somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like just meet up in a centrally located place and we could do that. We could talk everyone into doing that thing where you rent like a bay house as a group or something, oh. or like a or like a resort, a ski resort type of thing, and and do that. I think that'd be awesome. Oh gosh, I would love that. I, I would love to go on a vacation again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get to do that these days. Well, since you brought up Nintendo, I would like to know about your history with video games. I'm assuming it started with Nintendo. Absolutely, it did. Uh, my so. My my earliest memory that I have, which some people in my family tell me they don't remember it, but then some people tell me they do. So I'm really not sure. I may be making this up, but if I, either or not, it is my earliest memory, and I'm sticking to it. Is that on one of my on a, on an early birthday? I think like my fourth or fifth birthday. The we had a huge storm. And all of our power went out and, and we were, you know, my family was there. We were hanging out at, at my house for my birthday. And I was, I was a kid, I was opening presents and all excited. And then we, we, my, my dad was like, my mom and dad were like, well, go back in our closet. There's another gift for you in our closet. And it was an SNES and Donkey Kong country and Batman. Uh, I think it was Batman Returns or maybe Batman Begins, but one of the SNES Batman games. And my dad had a had a, a power generator to, to be able to turn on the TV so I could oh. play it. Like oh. that, that's my earliest memory of gaming. But I know that I played games before that because my brother tell me will tell me about how like I would spill chocolate milk on the SNES on the NES controllers that he had and stuff, and he wouldn't let me. He would always be like, "Wash your hands before you play games with me." Um, Oh my god. So I know but but yeah, like that that memory is so ingrained in my head. And like I said, whether or not it's real or not, I'm honestly not sure. But it's what it's what my brain believes is real. And and if it's not totally real, it's something close to it. And ever since then I've been I've been hooked on Nintendo gaming. I 
was I was the perfect age for like the whole Pokemon boom. And I was the perfect age for for just growing up with with gaming right after the the initial like I missed the initial craze of, well, maybe gaming's out the window, but maybe this company Nintendo is bringing it back in. But then I was absolutely the right age for the hype of just like games are a thing now. And and um, I've been riding that train ever since, really. Wow, Super Nintendo is a great system to start with. Uh, in your memory, I will I will say that it, it's possible you played NES games as I, well. well I know I did. That's the thing is I know I played NES games before, but I just don't remember any of them. I don't mm-hmm. remember that. But my brother adamantly tells me that I used to I used to would spill my drinks on his controllers and stuff like that while we played games together. And I know that that was before my SNES memory. So oh, Super Nintendo is such a great system. I think it's still my favorite one to this day. So my I love the Super Nintendo system. That seemed awkward. That didn't good sentenceness. Um, I love Super Nintendo, but my favorite system is the Game Boy Advance and specifically the Game Boy Micro. Ooh. That console, that little console kind of flopped commercially, but man, I love that thing. It's like the perfect size to fit. Guys jeans have like that little coin. I think it's for a pocket watch, but it fits perfectly into there and, and I, you can take it anywhere with you. And I, 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 mine was I lost mine at some point and I've been trying fervently to find one again and get it back. Cause I, that is my favorite, all of my favorite games, uh, minus my absolute favorite game live on the game boy advance. Oh gosh. The, the suspense is building. Okay. Uh, well, my, my favorite game is, uh, legend of Zelda links awakening, which was for the game boy, but then they have the remake out on the switch. Uh, but that's just my absolute favorite game of all time. I replay that game every year. I think it, personally, I think it's the peak of Zelda games, which some people might not agree with because usually it's either Ocarina of Time or the SNES uh, Link's Link to the Past. Oh, so what is it about Link's Awakening? Well, so I just think that the puzzle, the dungeon puzzles are a lot more, they make you think a little bit more. You know, when when the Link's Awakening remake came out, a lot of people were talking about on Twitter that they were having issues with certain, like they were getting stuck on some dungeons. Um, and I think the 2D, the 2D design of it all gives that difficulty a little bit more, a little bit more oomph than 3D, because in 3D it's just, it's very much a you see the thing you do the thing type of deal mm-hmm. um but then i just love how crazy it is it's it's so out there for a zelda game i had played other zelda games before that and it's it like you know breath of the wild is is noted for having broken a lot of zelda conventions but really link's awakening kind of did as well in that you know you didn't have zelda you didn't have ganon you didn't have well you kind of had ganon at the very end but not really um you didn't have even the Triforce, like it, it, and then it's just got all these funny, crazy characters. And I remember, I remember getting wrapped up in the the trading side quest and like wanting mm-hmm. to know, trying to figure out who I took what to, and like getting getting involved in people's storylines. And there's that there's that great bit of the pin pal who who thinks they're writing to Princess Peach, and <gasps> it's actually yes. to a hippo, and it's just like, oh my gosh. It's, it's so, so cute. It really is. It really is. And it's it also is it also is the first game that I ever beat 
by myself without any sort of guidebook or anything like that. And I would, you know, they've got those golden, they've got the, the, the seashells that you can find to turn in and, and get boosts and stuff. And like, um, I think you end up unlocking the, the top level master sword or master sword. I don't think it's called the master sword in that game. Um, for finding all of them. And I absolutely, as a kid, would spend hours digging every single tile up trying to find the remaining seashells because I didn't know how to do it, but I knew I wanted it because I just loved that game so much. Now, did you play the original and the DX version that came out? I did. I did. I, I played the original on... So my brother had a game, a, a original Game Boy the the big gray block um and i got links away links awakening on that after playing after playing link to the past on my grandmother's snes because she bought an snes and played games a little bit but then she had it for when we came over for the summer and that's when i kind of fell in love with zelda as like a series and my older cousins were telling me about it so i bought i got that and I I lost it or no it got stolen. <laughs> I went to I my family went to Florida for Disney World and we were going we went to dinner and <laughs> as a dumb little kid who loves Nintendo I chose to, <laughs> I chose to bring in we had just been to a an aquarium and I wanted I wanted something from the gift shop, you know, and I got I got like a little Barbie doll. Di- I called him Diver Dan. I don't know if that's his actual name, but that's what I called him. And I chose to bring Diver Dan into the restaurant with me rather than my Game Boy or anything like that. I left the Game Boy in the car and it our car got broken into because we it, this was we had driven to Florida. And so we had like the TV for the kids to watch in the car, you know, that whole setup mm-hmm. that you do. And our car got broken into and all the electronics were stolen, including my Game Boy. And to this day, my mom, my mom and my dad and will will like some every now and then be like, remember when you lost your Game Boy <laughs> instead because you chose to bring a Barbie doll into the into the restaurant? And so all of that, that's a long that's a long winded story to say that. So I lost that was one of the games in there because it was my favorite. Lost that. Or that got stolen, and then I wanted to go get it again. And so when I was when I had done enough good, when I had earned enough good points and got to go get a game, I uh, I got Link's Awakening DX, which was the Game Boy Color version. And that's I also got the Game Boy Color with a uh, Pokemon with uh, Pokemon Yellow then as well. Oh wow! I'm so sorry about the, <laughs> the car. That breaks my heart, and I hope that person trips and stubs his or her toe or i don't know to be honest that was so long ago like i I, i'm not even i'm not even sure if it if it matters to me anymore but like they might they might be in a terrible place right now they might be in jail and it's probably not for my for my game boy but i feel a little bit of a comfort knowing that that's a possibility (laughs) Gosh, Link's, Link's Awakening. I, I first played it on the Switch. That was my first time ever playing. Link's really? Awakening. So I know what is what was that like? Because I I ran through that game because again I, I replay Link's Awakening every single year, so I know it all, I know all the ins and outs of it, and I ran through that game um, 
but what was that like? Like, I want to know how, like, what, did you love it? Was it the I, most amazing thing ever? So, okay, don't laugh, but you, you will laugh. You can laugh if you want. I'm on the last dungeon. I just, I just need to beat it. That's all I need to do. And it's been out for so long that, hey, spoilers for anyone listening. I know what happens at the end. I know the, the, the twist yes. of it. But I thought when I saw the commercial or trailer for it, I thought it was the cutest little thing. It reminded me of those little people by like Fisher Price or Play School. Yes, yeah. I you know, know what, what I'm talking about? about? They, they're round and you can like- You can like put them in the little pegs and so like the, they have the like the bus or the car that fits four of them or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I thought, so I play, I just think it is one of the prettiest games. The music is so fun. The little animal village is precious. And I love how they all love Marin. I love the trading game. I love the bear who is cooking. <laughs> I just, it's so whimsical. And it, it, it has so many charming Zelda elements to it. I really do enjoy it. I will say I'm not like, the best with dungeons i i've had to look up stuff i don't know how to play chess so i had to look up with you have when you have to throw up the little chess pieces because yeah it, it follows the game of chess and i don't know where the knights go <laughs> yeah so um that that is if you're still working on that if there's a spot that if you if you throw it against the wall you'll be more likely to get it to pop up and be upright where it needs to go uh, rather than just throwing it on the floor. Hmm. But that's, yeah. Thank you for that because I yeah. need to revisit that game. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, you should. I, that's, that's so, what, what, that's so funny to me is when games, when old games get remade and there's like this weird wave of people being like, no spoilers, don't talk about it, don't. And it's like, this game is this game is several years old already. Like, most people already know what's going on, whether or not they played it. And, and so, like, why? Why why does that even matter? What's the point in that? But then, no, actually, I'm sticking to my guns on that one. I don't know what the point is. I would never be, if I missed the or original hype of a game and then it got remade, if I got spoiled on that, that's... Yes, of course I did, because the game's so old at that point. I have to agree with you. I, I don't get it. Like, uh, one of my favorite remakes is the Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, and it, well, here's a spoiler again. <laughs> it it takes some different turns, and that upsets some people. And it, there's, have you played it? I have not. I have not. I want to, I, I bought the, the Resident Evil games went on sale on the Switch at some point, and I mm -hmm. bought most of them. And I like looked up how to play them in like a chronological order because I like mm -hmm. doing that when a series is already established. But I haven't actually gotten the time to to play through them yet. And maybe for Halloween one year, maybe for like an October spooky fest stream thing. So I will tell you, I, I never played the original. Okay, I played the original two on N sixty four. I never played the original first one, but I do have it the uh, DS or 3DS port, but the remake of the first one for GameCube, which I believe you have on Switch, the yes. one in the mansion, yes. that is one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. oh I'm excited to play it now. Okay. I mean, Celeste spooky. approval. It's a dark and stormy night. You're in a mansion. The graphics are gorgeous. It's, 
Oh, I can't wait to talk about it with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have to. We'll have to. Well, what are some of your other hobbies besides playing <laughs> games? Is do you have anything else you'd like to do, or that, or any anything that you're working on? Uh, well, so no, <laughs> is the, okay. the short short term. I I I don't watch. I get flamed for this a lot because I don't watch TV. So like, and I'm a nerd at heart, but I haven't seen The Mandalorian. I've seen most of Game of Thrones, but there was a point um, that I got to that I couldn't watch it anymore just because of just because of uh, uh, like. I don't know if I don't know if like PTSD issues is the right thing or not, but I I have a phobia and it happens in Game of Thrones and that it was so bad the incident when I saw it that like oh. I just couldn't watch it anymore. Oh, um, yeah. uh, and I don't even think they do it anymore after that. I think that's the one time it happens, but I just can't bring like it's like I just can't I get shaky thinking about trying to watch it. Uh, and so I get I get kind of picked on a lot for not being part of that culture, you know, not watching TV. I read books, but I, I more so listen to like audiobooks in my free time. And then like that kind of gets stumped by also listening to podcasts. Um, but no, it's mostly game. It's it's like I go to work and then I come home and I stream, which is the the kind of the thing that I'm doing right now. I'm I'm very much working on building up a community and and streaming and doing reviews and stuff for a website that I'm trying to get up and running again and and uh, then after that, I, I like I literally I log off, I, I sign off of the stream and then I play a game that like I keep for myself because I like to do that. I don't want to get burnt out and feel like I early on in streaming, I felt very much like if I'm not playing a game on stream, kind of what's the point? And so I decided, OK, well, I'll have games that are for streaming and then I'll have games that like this game is for me. This is my time to have fun and enjoy my hobby and uh not feel guilty about playing it or anything so i'll do that and then i'll go to bed and i'm i'm just i'm a, a total gamer at heart i don't really do much else to be perfectly There's, honest there is nothing wrong with that i didn't know if you had some superpowers you wanted to reveal <laughs> for the first time on here no, <laughs> no no i my superpower is that i can be incredibly hyper focused without it being detrimental to me i guess is that like i i don't feel guilty about not having any other hobbies like I you know there's you should be a well-rounded person and I do I do enough research while I'm doing other things and I, I read like articles online and, and sparse out the like false and the true and things like that to keep myself well-rounded but as far as actually spending my time doing anything it's just it's just games I, I it's just losing myself in that world is is in those worlds are are the thing that kind of helped me make it through every day and make it through every week and every year and and i i wouldn't be where i am now because of it and it's funny because my growing up i so i got i've i've had many jobs uh i've kind of hopped around jobs a lot but every job that i've worked has always been beneficial to me in some way as far as teaching me what like about what my end goal is which is to one day kind of run my own long before even streaming was a thing I was like I want to have my own company that talk that does gaming stuff that does news originally it started at news and then it became content creation once streaming was a thing and it's like I want to run that so I want to go into I want to learn about business management and I want to learn about marketing and I want to learn about 
reaching out all to all all of those demographics and stuff like that and how to how to handle it and and how to write and things like that so all of my jobs have like in some way or another taught me things that I need to know for that so even though they've kind of been scattered like I was I was in I was in the restaurant or the restaurant the food industry for a while I was in I worked at I was an assistant manager at GameStop for a while I uh and now I do, I do, I'm a process technician and engineer for a manufacturing company. And, but like all of it, there's things that I'm picking off from everything to be like, well, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to take this knowledge and put it into this dream that I have. Um, and yeah, it's just always been about gaming in my life, which is, is super hyper-focused, but it also makes, means that I get stuff done when I like set my mind to it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, you bring up some really good points here because it's just, I, I guess maybe society has always been this way, but especially with social media, people like to show off everything they're doing and they like to show or make people think they're very cultured. Like, oh, I, I'm taking a spin class, but I'm also painting and I'm also learning archery and I'm also reading Moby Dick. And I, I just, you, and I kind of wonder because I've, I've fallen into that mindset before you have to do what makes you happy. You can't do mm -hmm. stuff for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were, we were talking a little bit, I'm sorry. Did you have, did you have, I have a bad habit of like stepping over people who are talking. Okay. Not at all. Um, the, uh, we were talking a little bit about it before we started recording, but like, it's, there's a point where you have to accept the fact that you might just not fit with what people want and what they, what the people are going for. And that's okay. It's okay to, to, to say, okay, well I'm doing this for me. And it's not necessarily selfish in a way, but it's like at the end of the day, you you have yourself. Like even even your friends and family, like if if a catastrophic event happened and everyone you love died, you'd be left with yourself. And that's you have to be sure in yourself and be happy with what you're doing and where you're headed. And and it's and along the way, obviously, you pick up friends and you pick up you pick up other people that are share your interests and y'all work together to create something beautiful. But at the end of the day, you really have to look out for yourself. And, and a kind of a mantra that I live by is, is that a, a dead battery is good to no one. Oh, and, and it's that. this, it's this idea that like, I want to please everyone. I really do. I want to, I want to make sure that everyone is enjoying themselves and happy and, and not, you know, having a good time. But if what I'm doing to accomplish that is draining to me, then I have to stop and I have to set it aside. And I have to accept that I might burn some bridges along the way doing that. But maybe those bridges weren't ha worth having in the first place. If that, if my own mental health and my own, my own sanity is what causes it to burn, you know, like protecting that. So You're bringing up some awesome points. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Well, so we, I'm trying to think of how I want to, how I want to word this. It's, I'm, I'm a very paranoid person. I, I, I worry again, we were talking about it a little bit before, but like, I worry being very new to boss rush games. I, I constantly like am, am 
concerned like, oh, maybe I've, maybe I've done the wrong thing. Maybe I've said something wrong. Maybe I didn't do something that somebody wanted me to do. And, and so now they're all angry with me. Right. But I also have to step back and think, and you were talking about you, you yourself were saying this, that like, you have to step back and think, well, is that good for me? And, and sometimes it might not be. And, and that's, that's okay. You have to be okay with, with being yourself. And that's, that's that's why I have no qualms with uh, with being hyper focused on gaming and not having really any interests outside of that. There's and that's all right. It's it kind of reminds me of that analogy of if you start a book and you're really just not enjoying it, but you're gonna feel guilty if you don't finish it. Or this could be applied to a movie, a game, a TV series, what what have you. And I've talked about this to some people, and they're like, you know life is short you don't get time back so don't waste it on things you're not interested in because we all have to go to work we all have bills we all have responsibilities that we have to take care of right so the stuff we want to do we should want to do it yeah yeah absolutely and there's there's i i wake up a lot and and I wake up on a lot of days and think like, oh, I don't want to go to work. I just want to stay home and work towards this. Or I've got this big project going on that I want to like get more into. But then at the same time, those responsibilities are in the back of my mind. And I think, okay, well, if I do that, then my reward is getting to come home and work, continue working on those things and continue putting effort into those things that I love. So that's that's really where your drain should come from is from the thing, the responsibilities that you have and then your hobbies and everything outside of that should be the things your reward to those responsibilities. Yeah. That's a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, what, what is the meaning behind your alias Galutrat? Uh, so I, I really wanted to be, have like a marketable brand and I was constantly shop workshopping a bunch of different ideas and, and things that I'm interested in because I also wanted it to relate to me. And to make a long story short, uh, Gal- Galutrad comes from two things. It comes from my f- my favorite real animal in the entire world, which are otters. I love I love otters. I love sea otters, river otters. The fact that I mean they hold hands to not float away from each other. They they wrap themselves in seaweed if they're alone so that they don't like not drift while they're out on the ocean. Uh, they have favorite they have favorite rocks that they use as tools. Like they're just so cute and adorable. They're really loud. If you ever if you've ever watched an otter video uh, or like a video of an otter that like someone is taken care of they're they're so loud and chirpy and it's but i find it adorable um and i love i love i've always enjoyed like swimming and stuff so i've kind of related to like being able to move quickly through water and things like that so there's otter which is the latin word for just otter not like any specific type of otter is lutra l-u-t-r-a and i was like okay well what what can i do with that and i i started kind of uh and the main reason i wanted to pick otter is because like i've seen a lot of content creators and they have like like one of my favorite content creators is uh the dragon feeny and she has fiend the little dragon and it's like it's so cute and you could like have plushies of that and little pins and like it's animals are always adorable that's why you have disney world with mickey mouse and donald duck and Mm -hmm. things like that um everyone can relate to animals um so i took lutra and I was like, well, what can I do with that? Well, another interest that I 
I say interest. Another thing that I enjoy a lot is Arthur's Knights of the Round Table, and there's okay, Gal yeah. there's there's Galahad, the Grail Knight, the knight mm-hmm. that's noted for finding the Holy Grail and things like that. And so Galahad was so close to, like, I was able to work the word Lutra into it, so it became Galutrad instead of Galahad. And it just, I, I like, I had, I typed it out and I looked at it and I'd said it out loud. And I, I would often, when I was workshopping names, I would send it to other people and be like, how would you say this to make sure that like, I'm not reading it the way I intend it to be said. And other people might read it differently. And everyone that I sent it to came back saying the exact same thing that I said. And I was like, well, great. That that's exactly what I want. I want to have a name that's recognizable and things like that. And, uh, that's so that's that's kind of where it came from. I mean, that is exactly where it came from realistically, but but and and now I uh, I'm I'm so excited. I so I stream on Twitch. I'm a, I I hit Twitch affiliate status last September. Yeah, yay. Thank you. Thank you. And I've 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 been really lucky in that. We've been building a com- I, I've been building this community that I call the Otter Knights because Galatrad is an Otter Knight, right? He's a knight of the round table. Uh and man, the community that I I assumed from all the stories that I've heard from top streamers and like and and small streamers and people that are getting started and in the middle and like super famous now that like you start and it's it's a grind it's tiring it's like it's a little depressing almost because you stream and it's like for one viewer and that one viewer is usually like your mom or your girlfriend or you know but I've been so lucky that this community is just kind of formed around me for no other reason than I can imagine other than just like I'm offering a space for them to be themselves and to share their interests and and we all have fun together and to, and to have fun together I host a community game night every Saturday at 7 on stream where we've been playing a lot of Among Us we do Smash Brothers and Mario Kart and Rocket League and and things like that and I'm so lucky to have like I never really had that experience of the one to two viewers for a long time. Like I, I typically have about five people that are just like there every day and, and so generous and it's so cool. Like it to the point where, and the, I don't know if you feel this way or not, Celeste, but there's like a skeptic side of me that whenever I hear people talking, I'm like, well, are they being genuine or not? And I, I've always, I've always seen content creators and seen people on YouTube and on Twitch and on Instagram and on Twitter that are big, you know, and talking about like, guys, I'm so grateful for y'all. Like this, this community is awesome. And there's always been a part of me that's skeptical and like, well, you know, like, are you just saying that? Or are you like checking a box to be like, be kind to the community, but Holy cow, that's, that feeling is totally true. Like originally I started streaming because Originally, I started streaming because I I love talking to people while I play games, while they play games. Like when Xbox Live came out, I don't know if you've ever played on Xbox or on PlayStation, but like those when those um, when those systems came out and and they introduced this online thing and like party chats and things like that, I I bought an Xbox because of that. 
I bought an Xbox because I wanted to play games online with people and chat to them. I actually get really, really frustrated when I'm playing a game, a multiplayer game with friends, and I can't talk to them. If I have to type to them or if we have to send text messages or whatever, I get really frustrated and I don't have a good time. But being able to talk to people just makes me so happy. And and so I was like, well, that's exactly that's kind of exactly what streaming is, is that I'm I'm playing a game and they're playing they might be playing a game or doing whatever they're doing and we're talking. We're having a, a conversation while doing this. And so I was like, well, that that works out for me perfectly. That like hits exactly what I enjoy. And so that's why I started. But now, like I would still early on, I I would have those days where I'd be like, I don't want to stream. I'm tired. I just want to play my game and like enjoy myself, my my time playing this game. And and but now it's like I I look forward to that. I look forward to seeing those people pop in and seeing new people pop in and having those conversations. And it's like the highlight of my day is getting to spend time with this community that I that I've built up around me. And it's just awesome. It's it's so cool to see that happens so fast and, and have it continually grow. We've, we've had, we've had growth daily, you know, it's, oh. it's super, super cool. And I'm just so thankful to, I actually want to, if it's okay, I want to shout out just a couple of people. So there's, there's teacup and, uh, proto claymore, uh, who are my mods. They're my two best friends and, and they, they hang out with me a lot and watch out for me and, and, kind of handle a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and also do some of the writing work that we're working on together. And then as far as like top, not, I don't want to say top tier because like that seems like I'm separating, but like these, these, there's a few people that like really show up for the community all the time. And that there's uh, looming vengeance. Uh, he's always there. He's super excited to like be there. And he's, he's done, he's done a lot of like, Anytime a new member comes into the community, he's always like, well, here's the, here's the community package. And he like gives them, he gives them subscriptions and he gives them like, he's, he's just super excited to have people there. And then Jackie loops, um, also always shows up. That's a, that's a coworker of, of tank of proto claymore, my friend. And, and she's always there and she'll, she'll message me and be like, oh, I missed the stream, but I watched the VOD and, oh, this was so funny. And like, and all of these people show up for community game night. And then there's Athagorn who was like, so I did a, I did a 24 hour live stream and a, a giveaway of Age of Calamity. And Athagorn came in from Forest Minish. Forest Minish was streaming uh, on Twitter, not on Twitter. She was streaming on Twitch, Forest Minish from Twitter. Um, and she raided me during my 24 hour stream and Athagorn came in and he like was just vibing with everything that we were putting out. And so he kind of joined into the community and now he's a big part of it. And he actually won the giveaway. Like, and it was on a total random, like he would have never been there if it wasn't for Forest Minish. And now he's like, I love being a part of like, all, like, man, it's so cool. And then just like everyone else, everyone else, D, D Blazin, uh, uh, Oh my God, now I'm blanking and I feel terrible. Just everybody. I'm sorry if I, I'm sorry to my community if I forgot you or didn't mention you, but like all of you are so, so wonderful and cool. And I love having all of you there and I look forward to seeing all of you. I am intrigued by a 24 hour stream. How do you do that? 
Woo! <laughs> um, how do you not sleep? How do you take a bathroom break? Do you eat? I do. I take I take a bathroom break. The first twenty four hour stream. I've got another one coming up on the twelfth of February. My birthday's on the eleventh. I took the eleventh and twelfth off. I'm gonna stream on my birthday, and then I'm going to end the stream a little early and get some sleep. Um, so that I can do the 24 hour stream, uh, for super Mario 3d world. And hopefully I can't make any promises yet, but hopefully I'm going to be doing a giveaway of that as well. Um, which this might've, I don't know when the timing of these are, so this might all be not relevant news. <laughs> news <laughs> I have no idea, but, um, but so congratulations to whoever won the giveaway. If, if it, this, this comes out after that, uh, if I, if I manage to get one going, but the first 24-hour stream that I did, which is, was that Age of Calamity stream, I was lucky because Becca, my rebellity, my, my girlfriend, was visiting and she she didn't want to she didn't want to do it. I totally understand. Like she didn't want to be there for the whole thing, but she was like, "Oh yeah, I'll pop in and like, you know, I'll I'll do stuff for you." So she was so sweet and would get would come in and be like, "Hey, do you want lunch? Do you want dinner? Do you want breakfast?" and bring me lunch and I'd sit there and, and talk with chat while I was eating and kind of, we kind of switch over between playing the game and doing that. And obviously I would take bathroom breaks every now and then I'd take a, I took a, a 15 minute break at one point just to like play with my dog Gannon. Um, cause he was, he was crying and, Great and name. yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he is a hundred percent a calamity. He has torn a hole. The first when I, well, I got him when he was a puppy and the like, third or fourth day that he was here i had a memory foam mattress topper and he ate a hole in it like a giant hole he it was just gone and i was like oh gosh dude uh that turned out okay though he was fine but then like he ripped a hole in my couch he he is a he is if i leave him alone which if if you watch the stream you'll see me every now and then like look around on the camera and be like where are you because it'll get quiet <laughs> Um, cause if I leave him alone, he is so destructive. So he's, he totally lives up to the name. I should have named him like link or something so that he would just be nice, but no, he totally lives up to the name. You did this to yourself. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really did. I asked for it when naming him, but it's perfect. He, it, he kind of has like a reddish brown fiery look to him. So I was like, Oh, it's like Ganon's hair. Um, so that's, that's the name that I wanted to give him, but, uh, but yeah, so I was very lucky with that, but really I, and I think the real question you were asking is, how do I make it through the 24 hours without without getting tired? Uh, and the answer is insomnia. <laughs> really? The, yeah. The answer the answer is insomnia. I I had this whole plan, you know, because uh, what's that saying of uh, plans of oh the best made plans of mice and men are often yeah. gone awry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I had this whole plan where I was like, okay, I'm going to get home from work. I'm going to go straight to bed. I'm going to get eight hours of sleep and I'm going to wake up at like 1150 and then start the stream at midnight and then go for 24 hours. Uh, I went to bed at around 10, maybe nine, got like two hours of sleep and then woke up and off I went. And it, there was a, there was a little, Towards the towards the end of my, the stream, uh, I was a little delirious. I was a little I was a little like uh, slap happy, but I was totally held together though. As far as like I wasn't getting tired, I was very engaged and everything. But like certain things, so full stop. I don't cry at video games. 
for some reason that part like I don't get emotional at all in video games but right around the like maybe 19 or 20 hour mark there's a there was a thing that happened we got through the entire story by the way during the 24 hour wow. story yeah we at I, I, I was started off I was doing side quests and then I was just like let's just burn let's just get through the story this is going to be great I can tell uh, and right around the 20 hour mark something happened where I like I got I was totally shocked and kind of like started tearing up and it was just so moving um and that's never happened to me before in a game and I've I've played uh Yomawari and the Long Night collection on the Switch if you play it's it's like a it's a Japanese style uh horror game it's very cute but also very creepy the first minute into the first game which is Yomawari um something happens and I didn't I didn't get welled up by it but it was enough that I I had to put the controller down and walk away cuz I was like this game just got too real too quick. It was it was a very sad thing, uh, and I even I even I messaged the developer because they actually sent me a review code for it and was like, "How did y'all do this?" And the the press person for the developer the development team was like, "I know." When I got to that, when I saw that, I was just like, "This is awful. This is not the, the good the a good vibe." Um, but I don't tear up, and so I, you know I was a little slap happy uh, during that but the energy that chat has just keeps you going really like it it doesn't it seems like it's a lot but when you get down to it most of us are awake for like 12 to 14 hours so that extra that extra eight or eight or 12 hours is really not a whole lot when you when you have people engaging with you my goodness uh, i don't know how you do it i just I, i'm blown <laughs> away because I'm someone who starts getting sleepy between nine and 10 PM. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get, I get about four to five hours of sleep every night. I, I was actually just talking about this the other day that like, um, I'll usually go to bed around, I'll go to bed around 12 and then fall asleep around one or two. And it's, Sometimes it's because I'm looking at my phone, but most of the time it's just because I'm laying there like I'm not tired and I'm thinking about all the stuff that I have to get done and all the things that I did that day. And then I wake up at five every day for work, Monday through Friday. And and that's just how I operate. And I operate totally fine. Like I don't I I'm sure there's some health thing going on behind the scenes that I'm gonna regret later, but mentally I'm totally there. I'm not ever delirious, I'm not ever like not focused at all. I it's it's just I don't need the sleep, I guess. I'm really jealous. <laughs> it's well you and you know you'd think you'd think that that would mean oh hey he probably gets a lot done but no I procrastinate <laughs> still and I, I I waste time all the time still and and I think I think that's just human nature is <laughs> there was I was listening to a podcast on my walk this morning and they made me laugh because they said gosh what did it say the best way to guarantee I cleaned my room in college was to have a paper due the next day or something. <laughs> Huh. So I thought that was an interesting way of saying I procrastinate. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. What are some What are some challenges with streaming? You've talked about what got you into it and the rewarding aspects, but have there ever been any? I don't know if setbacks is the right word or just trips along the way. Yeah. So I think 
I kind of touched on it a little bit and I didn't, I didn't actually, I personally didn't really have this because I was very lucky and fortunate that, like I said, that this community grew up around me very quickly. Um, but I think, I think it's very easy to ha start streaming and to have those streams where you have zero or one viewers and, and not any sort of interaction or any sort of things like that and to just lose hope in it. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. The, like if it, if it's something that's not bringing you like Marie Kondo, if it's Marie Kondo's whole idea, if it's something that's not bringing you joy, maybe it's just not something you need to be doing. But if, if, so that that struggle that that can be very hard that like I said early early on like within the first month or so of me starting I there were days that I wouldn't stream because I'm like no one's gonna watch I you know it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be that exciting I might I might get bored or something and that was then I'd feel bad about it because it's like well but I want to do this this is not this is something that I want to achieve and it does make me happy and I'm just being I'm just being a grumpy goose about it so <laughs> well, uh, so that that can be really struggling. Um, and but then something that I I kind of wasn't prepared for, and I don't know if I I don't know if I did uh, justice for it or not was that my a couple nights ago Wednesday night every Wednesday night I do Animal Crossing and chill where we listen to Game Chops music and play Animal Crossing, nice. um, and and. Towards the end of that stream, my ch my chat started talking about mental health, and that's something that I that's something that I treasure and take very seriously. But like, it was it was specifically it was about ADD and ADHD, and I I didn't realize it at first, but I felt so I felt like I was doing them a disservice by not being able to talk about it very well because I didn't understand because it's not something that I struggle with I think maybe I do I don't know but it's not something that I feel like I struggle with and and so they were talking about it in chat and like again thank thank the lord for teacup one of my mods because he he actually was kind of the one that was was leading it all and like talking about it all. And he, he held that conversation, but I absolutely had that moment where I was like, Oh man, I might not be like, I, what am I, what am I going to do when I, when I have people come in and they're just like at the lowest point in their life? Like, am I going to be able to, to be someone that can direct them in, in, in the right, not, not, not like the saving grace to them, but at the very least be someone who can direct them to where they can go to get that, the help that they need, you know, to get the, 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 the people that they can talk to and the resources that they need to feel like it's going to be okay. Cause it is, it's totally going to be okay. But I, I just felt so underprepared for that. And that, that kind of shook me a little bit and, and made me, like now I've started doing research on all of that stuff and, and was like, Oh, I can't, I can't hit this situation again. Cause that like, and I don't know if this would be something that would affect everybody. Cause I'm sure plenty of people out there have this information and, and know, know about it and things like that. But like, I didn't, I didn't realize how much 
I didn't know mm-hmm. in regards to being helpful to that. Cause like, I'm always, I'm always happy to be there for people. I'm always happy to talk to have talk to people and have people talk to me and vent vent to me. Cause I, I can, I can very much set the venting aside and be like, this isn't directed at me. They just, they just need to get this out and that's okay. Um, but it was, it was just very interesting to be kind of have to like sit back and watch again. Thank, thank, thank God for teacup to watch my chat kind of handle itself in this situation. But I bet it, that was that was super alarming to be like i am useless here i have no advice i have no like i have i have all the advice in the world as far as not superficial but like you know like you can do it i promise it gets better it's going to be okay you whatever you're dealing with it'll it'll get better but like actual therapeutic and professional advice i have none of that and i don't think really anyone streaming does but i didn't even have the tools to point you into the direction of somewhere that could offer that advice and that was that was really eye-opening that that's a heavy weight on your <laughs> yeah. shoulders yeah and, yeah and again like i don't i don't mean to i don't want it i don't want that to come off as being like oh i have to help everyone because I can't. I'm one person. I can't help everybody. But at the very least, I ha- I feel like I feel a responsibility to be able to get them in the right direction. And I was not prepared for it at all. And and it's that like that idea that that thought in that moment, everything everything got handled. Everything was talked about and was very very good and healing. I think in that in that conversation, but. I absolutely had the thought of like, man, what if that, what if it didn't go that way? What if somebody came in and, and they needed help and I couldn't do anything? Like, how would I be, I couldn't be okay with that. I I would feel so guilty. And maybe that's not for me to feel that way because I'm not a professional therapist. I don't claim to be, I don't claim to be able to help anyone uh, solve their problems, but like, as a good person, I don't want to be somebody's last line of defense and then not do anything and just ignore them, you know? And, and so that, that, that was a, yeah, that, that was a challenge that I didn't fully anticipate, but is absolutely there. Cause you put yourself, you put yourself into that, that sort of that, um, you put yourself into that position a little bit by offering a place for people to come and just chat. And sometimes it's fun and silly. And we were talking about, what were we talking about yesterday? We were talking about, um, our favorite, our favorite food from media, from anime movies, games. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's stuff like that. And sometimes it's really deep and you don't, you kind of have to be prepared for all of it. And also accepting of the fact that, that, you're not going to be prepared for all of it. I think that's a metaphor for life, honestly. It, yeah. What what you're describing happening in the chat kind of reminds me, I get maybe pre pre post COVID, where if you're just in a waiting room or you're you're waiting in line at a store or something, and someone, I don't know if this has happened to you before, but there are sometimes some people just start pouring their life story. Mm-hmm. To you? Yeah, yeah. And I guess that the benefit of 
having it happen on a stream is that you do have moderators and there are other people involved who are watching, listening, they can reply. Whereas in real life, it's a little, it's a little harder. Yeah. You can't, you can't just be like, well, let me grab this person and bring them into this conversation too. Yeah. And it's, um, you know how you said a dead battery is useless earlier. It's of no use to anyone. And again, I'm not, I'm not a trained therapist or psychiatrist or anything, but it's, I, I think something noble is to realize your limits. It, it's, and I'm like you, I, I want to help people. I want the best for people because I, I would hope people would also want the best for me as, as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay not to have all the answers. And, and you've probably heard this analogy before this scenario where sometimes people just want to, like you were saying, just want to vent. They just want to get it out. They don't necessarily, they're not necessarily looking for the key to this yeah. lock. They just, I'm human. I have to air this out. So maybe that's what's happening too. Maybe that, yeah, that's, that's very possible. And that I'm all here for that. Like, I, I don't think you have to be a trained anything to be able to let somebody vent to you. And if people need to vent to me, then by all means, drop all the drama you need, all the things going on in your life that you need on me. Cause it's, I will listen and I will, I will hear you. Um, and I, I, if you're okay with it, with me not offering any advice, then I can totally do that for people. Like I'm fine. And I love, I love being that for people. I love being someone that, that can just listen. I want you to take care of yourself too, though, because I do, I do. And I it can feel heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. And I, I think I I'm very thankful and grateful for Becca Rebelli, my, my girlfriend, because she is super understanding of everything and super supportive of everything that I do. And I'm, I'm supportive of everything she does. And we're very much there for each other. And we very much go through difficult things a lot, but we also, because of that, we're, we're accepting of each other and the need to, to have to vent sometimes. And, and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a very healing thing. And, and I, 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 and I, I actually did just kind of have that ordeal with her. I, I did just vent to her a couple days ago because I was maybe it's because of the new year, but I was kind of looking back on everything in my life and and having a moment of just like, man, I am a failure. Like I I am not I I am not at all what society thinks I need to be. I'm not anywhere, you know, I'm not married. I'm not, I don't have kids. I, I, I have a job, I have a very good job and I, I love everything that I do, but like, that's not like the society norm. And she had to remind me of that. Cause I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that what I'm doing is happy. Like what we've talked about is what makes me happy and, and where I, where I thrive and that's okay. And, and so we're, we're there for each other and I'm very thankful to have her for that reason. Oh, I love her too. She's so sweet. (laughs) She's, she's the sweetest. She's, she's great. She's deserving of all of the wonderful things in life. And she's been through a lot of hard stuff and I love her. And you bring up some, some things that I think everybody goes through, whether they want to admit it or not. Maybe someone listening to this is also comparing themselves to other people and wondering, am I doing what society says I'm supposed to be doing? And 
somebody listening could be having a really good day where they feel like they're on top of the world. And I think we all have those highs and lows. And I wish people, I've noticed, especially with men, it's hard, not all men, but some men really struggle talking about their feelings because again, society, it's getting better. It's getting better. But especially with like my, my parents' generation and, and beyond, it's men were always supposed to just be tough and yeah, not display emotions. And I think, I think we've seen the consequences of that. Some yeah. very severe consequences, whether that be suicide or some kind Absolutely. of violence or you can't let things build up at all. And if anyone listening needs help, please doctors are there and professionals are there. If you, if you broke something, if you broke a leg, if you have some kind of illness, some kind of virus, bacterial infection, you're going to go to the doctor for that. Well, your mind needs to be taken care of too. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it, I can't stress enough the, the use of therapy, like in the healingness of therapy, even if it's, even if you feel like, even if you feel like nothing is wrong with you, just having having that professional to vent to you and to offer some some professional help and advice uh, is so healing and and it's it's um, maybe a little stereotypical to say but there's there's a lot of things that they can tell you and they can point out to you that make you feel make you feel almost stupid about your own life because you're like how did they notice that but I didn't and it's because you're too close to the situation mm-hmm. you you are you are literally yourself you can't be anything else and so you're not able to see the things that um that other people are able to uh kind of in in term of that is that this is a little off topic but something something that I had heard a long time ago that that stuck with me was Often, oftentimes the things that you hate about other people that like annoy you about other people are things that you actually do yourself and, and you don't realize it. And it's, it might be very, very microscopic in the terms of like how often you do it, but it's like a pet peeve that you have with yourself and you can't, you can't functionally turn in on yourself and be like, oh, that's, that's, that's why I'm terrible. And so you project that onto other people and notice those things in other people. And learning that, hearing that has made me, anytime I have that moment where I'm like, man, that really ticks me off. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe that's something I need to look at in myself. Am I doing things like that? And I like take a, take an evaluation of my own, my own life and, and what I'm doing and, and be better. That's, I wanted to say this. I going into this, I, I remembered I wanted to talk about this. I, I messaged Corey about it once, but I, I very sincerely meant it. It is that when when I first saw Ed's tweet about wanting a guest, and I I reached out and was like, Yeah, I've got the time. I can do it. And kind of like that was like my initial introduction to boss rush games boss rush network um i didn't know anything about it like i i had to go and like look up everyone i was like i have no idea what's going on i've never even heard of this podcast before and uh and and was was very much like but it's an exciting thing and i saw the be better the boss rushes like slogan of 
be better, play games, be better. And that everyone should be doing that. That's like the most, that's like, especially right now in today's society, that's like the most important thing that everyone can be doing. And, and it, it's amazing. And like, shout out to shout out to Corey and to all the, all the people who have a hand in boss rush and, and started it and kept, keep it going and make it what it is today. But like, y'all are all being better y'all everyone everyone there everyone that's a part of it the community that's a part of it that's that is the best thing that we could all do for society and for ourselves is to is to be better and that's such a great that's such a great uh thing to say that's such a great slogan that's such a great like advice to have i love it too i, yeah. I really love it and yeah, that, uh, I, I guess this is a little bit of a segue but it's kind of connected at the same time <laughs> We'll make it happen. We're, we're here. We're here just to talk. And uh, they had reached out to me last summer to see if I was interested in talking about Nintendo and Nintendo Power Block because they noticed I was with an, another Zelda podcast. I am with another Zelda podcast. And I was like, okay. And I just got to know them. I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't heard of it. And it's truly been a delight. I, I've met so many great people and I, I have to say, I, I know 2020 was horrible in many ways and probably the worst year for many people, but it, it really, with Boss Rush Games, it, it helped make my year really great. And I, I love these 1v1s. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> and you've hopped on on Pal Block. I think I mentioned them. I think I mentioned you to them when they were looking for a guest. I believe so. Yeah, I think. What was it? I because I saw that tweet, and I'm pretty sure I saw it because you retweeted it. I don't think I would have seen it through anyone else because I think you were the only person from Boss Rush that I was following at the time. And what was it? I think maybe you messaged me saying that you were excited to see to see me be on the show, and then I think you, yeah, I think you had mentioned that like you you put in the the good word for me being like oh you're gonna love having him and all of that like like which i really appreciate because i oh. I, love, <laughs> I love i don't i, I don't send them scrubs <laughs> <laughs> no no you you've got the you've got the good hookups man oh, um, God. that's a nice i'm gonna put that on my resume i got the right, good hookups. Your, what's your i what's your 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 twitter bio right now which congratulations because i saw it and it was uh co-producer is another Zelda pod that's director of outside creatives for Bosch Rush Networks. I've got the good hookup. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's the, that's I'm the put it thing. on my LinkedIn. Yes. Sort of the peace sign. Yeah, yeah. People are going to think I mean something else. Oh yeah. But <laughs> they can be reassured that it's, it's I'm talking about people and I yeah. don't mean like selling people <laughs> don't mean that let me clarify it's, you have to very it's, it's a very narrow road that you're heading down with these good hookups but it's it's absolutely realistic well i want to surround myself with with good people and and maybe we're not that far apart in age no i'm i think i'm not entirely sure but i'm pretty sure that i am like the baby of boss rush the maybe baby I'm, of maybe I'm wrong, but I'm I'm 28. I'm turning 29 in in on February 11th, and just a just a week or week or two at this point. Um, but no, yeah, we're not we're not that far apart in age. No, you're my middle sister's age. Oh, yeah. oh sweet. Um, baby of Boss Rush, the Boss Rush baby. 
<laughs> I think so. I've been I I don't like just coming out and asking people how old they are, but I, I like to know because I've been in situations in my life where I've been like, oh wow, this person's younger than me. And then it turns out they're like two or three years older than me. And and I'm just like, oh gosh. So I've been trying to like guess based off of conversations and stuff, and I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm like the youngest one that's I think it's a good possibility, but you're not so far, you know, you're not, <laughs> we no, don't yeah, have any... it'd, only, it'd only be by like a year or so, but yeah. yeah. And so how have you been enjoying it? You, you've been very active with Nintendo Powblock and you're on the Boss Rush podcast sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I, I'm very excited to be doing it. It's, there's a little bit of a, and I've, I've talked to Ed about this. I haven't talked about it with Corey, but there's a little bit for me of like a confliction with it because I, I'm working very much on my own content creation. And, and Corey and I talked about it when he was first talking about making me a part of the Boss Rush Network. Um, what it, was it called that they, that, that they had? Oh, they have the list first of, class or something? For, yeah, the first class. That's it. Um, uh very much when he was very much like it's your own thing you still own everything about it we're not taking anything from you we're just promoting you we're just we're just getting mm-hmm. you out there to more people right and i was very grateful for that um but i've i've had a little bit of a confliction where it's like you know every monday night i i am happy and i love i love being there i'm i'm happy to be on the the nintendo pad block and on saturdays i'm happy to to be a part of boss rush games when i when i can obviously like this Saturday, no, because we're doing this. Uh, but there's a confliction because then I want to do my own thing. I want to continue streaming and, and uh, consistency in streaming is very key. Like if you're not there all the times that you say you'll be there and you your schedule is very sporadic, people won't know when to find you. And so then they won't, you won't have that growth. Right. And so I've, it's, it's very much been kind of like a weird thing of like, well, you know, I really enjoy doing this, but also I want to be streaming on Monday nights as well because that was originally part of my schedule. But I'm I'm super happy and I always have a blast every time I'm on. Uh, but and I'm happy to continue doing that. So I've I've been kind of like balancing, possibly just rewriting my schedule for for my own thing and having monday nights set aside but then also there's that that discussion about like well when do i have time for me type of deal you know like when is my day off quote unquote do Um, i get to kick back (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and ed's been ed's been super understanding of it like they they did they just recently did their um the age of calamity spoiler cast yes Yes. yes. Uh, and I was going like, that's kind of how Ed and I, when we, after the podcast, the first podcast that I was on, Ed and I talked a whole bunch about Age of Calamity and all our theories and things like that. And I was super excited to be a part of that. I was really excited to, to chat with, with Dan and David. And I believe they got, I'm, I'm so sorry, I, I'm missing out on the name. Uh, I'm real bad with names, but I believe they got somebody else in as well. And I was going to be included. But unfortunately, because of scheduling, which I totally understand, I have a lot of scheduling conflicts as well, but we had to keep kind of moving it. And eventually it got moved to a day that I normally stream on. And I had already done the Pow Block podcast on Monday. And so I was like, I was bound, I was like juggling that up in the air with myself, within my mind a lot thinking, oh, well, like, do I, do I ditch another stream? Do I, do I 
go do this? What do I do? And I ended up having to reach out to Ed and just be like, Ed, I'm, I'm really sorry. This is a little last minute, but like, I, I just can't, I can't do this. I can't do the pow block that on Monday. And then also this Thursday thing for, for age of calamity. And he was like, you got it. A okay. And I, I don't know why I had so much anxiety over that, but cause Corey, uh, one of the boss rush games, uh, I think you were on it. The the one where I, I had to ditch out early because uh-huh. of some personal stuff that was going on that I wasn't expecting. Um, I was actually expecting them to come later, but it ended up getting moved out. Um, I won't go too much into it, but a friend was moving. Uh-huh. Um, but so I, I, I felt terrible. And you and Corey both were just like, real life comes first, man. None of us, this isn't a job. None of us, like, I think maybe for Corey, Corey, Corey is probably the one that works like job like hours on, on boss rush. The poor guy just constantly doing stuff. Take care of yourself, Corey. Yeah, I'm sure you're listening to this. Um, but and for everyone else, it's 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 a hobby and it's like something that they absolutely want to be bringing into and promoting more time to. But real life comes first. And that meant a lot to me because I've I've been not a part of but like I've done other things where people were very like you have to do this at this time. And I had to just I had to just be like, OK, then I can't I can't do it. If you're going to put that type of mm-hmm. strain on me, this my life comes first and the real things that I have to do in my own goals come first. Um all that to say, I'm excited to do more. I'm excited to to uh, to continue being on Pow Block. I, I'm really hopeful. 2021 is going to be, I feel, an amazing year for Nintendo. COVID aside, you know, even whether or not wherever we stand on the whole COVID thing, pandemic thing, um, I feel like 2021 is going to be absolutely amazing for them. Uh, and so we'll have a lot to talk about on Pow Block. Um, and maybe I won't be on every episode, but I'm always happy to be on when I'm needed. And I'm always willing to put aside other things to, to be on if I'm needed. Um, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy to something that I did with the quiz show that they just did. I, I produced it, quote unquote. Uh, I, I wasn't on, but I did the live stream and I ran the live stream cause I have a lot of, I have a lot of experience with that. And, um, uh, that was that was actually a lot of fun. Like it was fun getting to sit back and like have a hand in it, but then let everyone else take care, like do the show and be like the faces of it all. Um, and so I'm kind of I'm trying to look into ways like a a second computer to be able to do that more often, and maybe with more shows. If there's other shows that Boss Rush is is producing that or or um, promoting that maybe don't have the a way to do a live stream i'm trying to figure out a way that maybe i can help in that way and 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 provide that service but i I haven't gotten anything fully hashed out so i'm not sure if that's even something that's necessary or something that i'm going to be able to do but i'd love to take that kind of like a producer role part of it in it where i where i uh am more behind the scenes on things like that because a lot of my time in front of the camera is taken up by my own stuff. So that is awesome though. You have such a variety to explore all the different roles. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of, I, I, uh, I know you have uh, talk the walk and there's a couple games that y'all have been talking about that. I really want to jump on. Cause I also love indie games and, and 
uh, walking simulators. Oh my but God, like that's on. it's a it's a conflicting thing. Like I like I've been saying is like there's all these things that I want to do and be a part of, but I also have to like realistically rein it in and be like, well, I don't want to overextend myself and get get exhausted. And, was there and, a game we covered you were really interested in? I was very interested in Coffee Talk. I believe you all have done that already. Not yet. Not hasn't yet? happened okay. yet. So yeah. you can jump on. I can the, add you to that chat and we can the, schedule something. Oh, well, okay. So we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it afterwards because um, it kind of depends on when it happens. Mm -hmm. um, but but I I actually that is something I want to I want to I want to mention in, in terms of all of this is. I feel so bad about uh, being a part of the chat on Boss Rush games and Nintendo Power Block and things like that because it happens. I don't know how y'all do it because all of y'all, everyone there are functioning adults with lives and jobs and real world things. And y'all are talking up a storm and I'm at work being like, how is my phone blowing up? I don't even have time to look at my phone blowing up. Like... <laughs> How are y'all doing this? Um, and and so I feel so bad. And I've I've heard you and and uh, and Corey and Ed and everybody, Laron, talk about how like sometimes you look at the chat and you just go, nope, because <laughs> there's too much there's too much that has been said. And so you yeah. read like two things and you're like, all right, I just won't be a part of this conversation. But like yeah. I, that happens so much to me that I feel almost like maybe I shouldn't be in the chat because I'm not really not really offering anything but i'm very i i'm very grateful to like catch up on stuff and and look and see what uh what what people are talking about oh i i seldom really get involved especially <laughs> if i'm busy at work or i don't know what i don't have anything to contribute to the conversation and it's really it, it can blow up <laughs> It, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It can't. And nothing never, bad for listeners. There's never anything like arguments. It's no. It's usually like, about video games. It's usually about video games, or like every now and then in the main boss rush chat, somebody will post food, and it'll it'll just be this long conversation about food, and it's like, well, that's all wonderful, but I am way behind. And then the worst thing is when you see something that you have relevant information to add, but it like, you noticed that it happened like six hours ago. And it's so no you're, like, you're like, well, okay. Um, but, but no, yeah, I, I mostly, I mostly just like, I'll, I'll scroll through it and skim through it and be like, okay, did, did anyone say, Hey, Hey Galatrad, can you join in on, on this? Did anyone say like, Hey, we need something for this that I could offer to, um, and then after that, I'm like, I can't, I'm, I'm done there. I don't, I can't join in. I can't jump in. I'm too busy. I, I can't. Like, I figure if it's an emergency, someone knows how to DM me separately. If they right? absolutely need to talk to me for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are, do you have any, uh, you've kind of talked about some things, but are there any future goals or projects you'd like to discuss? Well, I, so I mentioned the 24 hour live stream that I'm going to be doing on the 12th. I monster hunter rise, uh, coming out on March 26th. I've jokingly said this, but I'm very serious about it. I'm going to be a full-time monster hunter streamer. When that game comes out, I nice. love monster hunter. Uh, Laron and I were kind of talking a little bit about possibly getting a monster hunter podcast off the ground. Um, we haven't really talked a whole lot since then, but we're both very busy all the time. Um, 
but I'll be doing a 24 hour live stream for that. And really, so I've, I've been working on, I've got a website. I, uh, I started it two years ago and it's mostly for reviews. I write reviews and first looks and a, a couple news articles on there, things that are topical for me. Um, cause again, who has the time to, to be a one man show and put everything out all the time. Um, but that I, I delayed on re-upping my subscription for the, for the, um, for the domain name and I lost it for a year. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, some, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where exactly or who exactly, but it, at one point when I lost it, you could go to my website, which was www.galatrad.com. Very simple branding throughput. Uh, and it would be a, it would be a, an Eastern, Eastern, uh, like style secondhand sellers thing. Very, very, it very much looked like a website that you would be like, um, well, this is, this has got viruses on it. Oh, wow. Like that type of thing. Um, I, I, I would love to be able to tell you like what, what language it was, but I, I have no idea. I, I don't know enough about any of any of those languages or any really any language other than English um, to be able to tell you. But so ever since then, I've, I've been watching it. And just recently, it, the, that subscription finally, like their, their purchase of that domain name uh, came fell through and so I bought it back up and so now I've been working on getting that yes yeah I it was a year of panic I was like oh gosh um but I bought it back up so I'm trying to get that back up off the ground um I've got I've reached out to uh like Proto Claymore one of my best friends to see if uh he'll help me in kind of writing stuff and getting things going there so that's that's a project that I hope to announce to the world um, that it's up and running again eventually because uh, I really enjoy writing and, and reviewing games and just talking about things like that and in, in that form of media. Uh, but other than that, other than that, it's mostly just streaming. Um, that's that's kind of where my that's kind of where my uh, my focus lies is, is streaming and then doing the podcasts with Boss Rush Network and and or Boss Rush Games and and. Uh, being a part of the discord that i that i've built up and so yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much where i where i i go i love it i love it uh i so (laughs) i've always wanted to be a voice actor i think we talked about this yes i've i've always wanted to be a voice actor I, i would die if my if my voice was in a video game or anything really, but specifically in a video game, um, I auditioned for I forget what community was doing it, but some some YouTube group was doing the Breath of the Wild, um, like they're they're remaking it with voice acting. Oh yeah, like, a, like a, kind of like a like kind of like a cinematic movie that you can Is that watch. Like- Zelda Universe or something like that does it? I think it, it might be Zelda Universe. It's one of the Zelda. I don't think it's Zelda Dungeon. If it is, uh, David will probably 
yell at us because I'm pretty sure that's the one he writes for. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so he'll be like, why don't you know that it's me? No, he's a super sweet guy. <laughs> that's that's totally joking. But I'm pretty sure it's Zelda Universe. But I auditioned for that. Um, didn't get chosen, obviously, or I would be talking about that. But um, I, I've always loved and I've been told all my life that I have a radio voice, which is a little bit of an insult, some people say, because it's like, oh, well, your face isn't good enough for TV. But I wouldn't even want to be on TV anyways. So that, like, if anyone out there, if anyone out there wants f free voice acting, I'm happy to do it for free um, for now. Don't sell yourself short. No. Bro. No, listen, just to get just to get a portfolio built. That's that's why. Eventually I'll start charging. You can't have me forever for free. But I wanna I wanna just be a part of something in that nature. And so like if anyone has any anything that they need voice acting on, um hit me up. Hit me up at Galatrad on Twitter, um Galatrad at Nintendoship.com for email. Um because yeah, that's man, that's, that's like the dream dream, right? Like it's, which is kind of funny to say, cause like usually the, the idea of like a, oh, if everything works out type of dream is like the streaming thing, but the streaming thing is like a dream, but more of a hobby, but like ideally voice acting is my career. <laughs> cause I, cause see it. I, I, see I it. would, I would love to do that. Think about the power of voice acting. Now this is, do you know the walking dead games? Yes. Yeah. So when I was freelancing for a local magazine in my area, I went to interview a band and one of the band members partners was there and she is a professional voice actress and she showed me her studio Yeah. and was so sweet. Her name is Mara Juno. Okay. She's in the walking dead games and she's voicing Sindel right now. Mortal Kombat and she was so so sweet and just I, it blew my mind like you know I, I knew that there were voice actors and actresses out there but flesh and blood in front of me just talking about it so yeah I think I think you could do it I, I like your voice so I'm not just saying that because <laughs> no you friendly. totally are but I, I was listening when I first heard your voice on like a stream or something I thought I think I even said that in your chat. Like you did. You you were you were like, wow. I think I think your exact words were something along the lines of, I didn't expect your voice to be so majestic, or something <laughs> like that. Um, but I, because I do. I I'm not I'm not like I'm not what I'm not like hyping myself up or or uh, floating my own boat. I'm not like I get that comment a lot. There's there's three things in life that I've always been told is I have great hair, I have beautiful eyes, and I have an amazing voice. Everything, like those are the things that I'm like, I, I am great in this department. Body-wise, maybe not so much. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, uh, I definitely need to lose weight. I, I'm not shy about that. I know that I'm overweight. Never been worried about that. Um, but like I've always been told that. I've always been told those three things and so i'm very i'm very like secure in that and i've always wanted to do voice acting i really hope it works out for you i would love to see that come true for you oh yeah i would too i would too i have i have a lot of fun with it i we on our community game night streams i uh 
this last one, I spent the entire night doing uh, a, a corpse husband impression. I don't know if you, he, so he has a, I, I believe I've been told this. I'm, I'm not sure if it's true because I haven't looked into it, but I believe he actually has a medical condition, which is why his voice is so low, but it's like, it's like negative 40 decibels low. Like it's super, super low. And I have a, I have a very, very, um, very wide range for voice. So I was, I was, I was doing that. I was doing that the entire time. And then this, I think, it, it's just something I have a lot of fun with is doing, doing voices. So. Do you like to read out loud to practice? I don't, <laughs> I don't like to read out loud to practice. Um, my, my brain and my mouth don't communicate with my eyes very well. They, I, I, it's not dyslexia or anything like that. Cause it's not even just with words. It's like when I'm trying to describe things that I'm seeing, I will often stumble over my own words. Um, but it's, they, they don't, they don't comprehend what I'm seeing very quickly. And so when I'm reading out loud, I will absolutely stumble all the time. Um, so it's, it's very much like I will, I, what I do, what I do is I'll, I will listen to, to like audio that isn't, um, in like a voice or anything and then speak it back in a, in a voice that I'm, that I feel like doing. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. a really, that's cool. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share with people? Um, no, I don't, I don't particularly think so. I think we've kind of covered everything like that. I mean, I, it's, it's, uh, I don't know if, if, if this is like where I would plug anything for myself, but you sure but... can, or I just wanted to make sure there were no other, any other interests or, or uh, life revelations he wanted to share. Stay happy, healthy, and hydrated. That's, that's the, that's the sign off for the Otter Nights. That's, that's what I say at the end of every stream, stay happy, healthy, and hydrated. Anytime somebody's ditching out a stream, anytime someone has to go, I remind them to stay happy, healthy, and hydrated. Um, because I, so I, we talked about it a little, I'm a, I'm a, I'm overweight, not ashamed to say it. Uh, but I, for my, for my quote unquote age for 29 years old and for the body size that I have, I'm a very um, not healthy, but like, I don't get tired physically. I don't get my only recently. And it's because it's because I don't have good posture sitting down naturally. And I've been working on that, but I prefer standing desks because standing, I don't have any sort of back pain, but only recently because I've been streaming and I'm sitting down a lot. Um, uh, I've had a little bit of lower back pain, but for the most part, like my feet don't ache, my arms don't ache, my legs don't ache. And it's because I drink so much water. I, awesome. I, 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 I stay hydrated all the time and I totally attribute it to that. Uh, so yeah, stay, stay happy, healthy, and hydrated folks. That's, that's, that's the key thing. Been drinking water this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you on, on Twitter, on Twitch, wherever you want to share? Yes, yeah. So you can find me everywhere on the internet at Galatrad, G-A-L-U-T-R-A-D. 
Uh, Twitter is where I'm mostly posting things um, relative to the stream and also just stuff that I find interesting. Instagram, I don't use a whole lot, but every now and then I'll post a picture on there if you want to follow there. I believe I actually have mine locked as well right now. I might I might have to unlock it, but I, I had started getting a bunch of bots and stuff on there, so I, I locked it. Uh, and then, yeah, it's super annoying. We were, we were talking about that. It's very frustrating. Um, and then uh, at Twitch, twitch.tv slash Galatrad, we just got uh, my Otter Knight Galatrad is realized. I For the very first time ever, I have emotes on Twitch because I'm a Twitch affiliate and there's a little Otter Knight. We've, the artist that I'm working with uh, at Burgersama DX, I believe, yeah, DLX, at Burgersama DLX. Um, he's, I love his art. And he, I commissioned him to do my emotes. And I, I think while we've been doing this, he sent me um, some uh, some other emotes that I'd commissioned from him. But yeah, so I'm super excited about that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, um, like I'm, it's it's so cool. I can't I can't just even begin to describe the feeling of like seeing something happen. Something happens in stream like a hype moment, and then seeing chat blow up with your emote with like your design is just like, oh, it makes me laugh and smile every single time it happens. Well, congratulations. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, you can follow me on Twitch for free. You can subscribe to me um, for $4.99 a month and you get access to those emotes. Um, and you can join the Discord, which I've got a link to it in on my Twitch uh, page. And I should probably make one of those like link tree things and have that everywhere so people can follow be a little bit easier. But um, but yeah, those the Discord and the Twitch are the things that I'm pushing very much. Twitter as well, but Twitch and Discord are the things. I wanna, I wanna continue to grow our community. Like I said, we've had great growth and it's an awesome place to be a part of. Um, so yeah. we're, we're sure happy to have you, Galadra. It's so much fun. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here, Celeste. I I uh, I love I love being a part of this. It's cool. We just gotta play games, be better, and just like you said, stay happy, healthy, and hydrated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you can you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FairyCrypt. My Twitter is my Twitter is public. My Instagram is private. So send me a message if you're trying to follow me because of Boss Rush Games or Numbers on Podcast. There are too many bots and creepers out there. <laughs> and you can find Boss Rush Games wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.